rumors spreading round in that Texas town. About to check outside the game. You know what I'm talking about. Just let me know if you wanna go to that whole mile on the range. They got a lot of nice girls. In the know here on K105 on Litchfield's Country Station 1039 The Moose via the K105 and WMTL apps, K105 Digital Productions, Podcast, all of the different ways that we have for you to join us. It's Sam Gormley filling in for MB today, guiding you through another edition of the show. Coming up on the show today, we are going to update you on the latest local news headlines. Uh, two students at Grayson County High School being given a, a great award. We'll let you know about that. The Grayson County Fiscal Court. Passed the first reading of an ordinance relating to golf carts yesterday. We'll let you know to that. And then what does your favorite candy say about your personality? It's that simple. We'll dive into all of that and much, much more coming up on today's show. But first, we got to get ready. Bringing in our first co-host of the day. Good morning, Christy. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Oh, I'm living the well. dream. It's good to see See, I can never do the intro. It just it's doesn't, okay. it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, it's it, it okay. doesn't work. It doesn't work. That's all right. Uh, now, there are things that people in the show know about you, especially yeah. with what you really enjoy. Okay. Uh, you know, you enjoy your family. You know, you enjoy spending time with them. You enjoy crafting and so oh, on. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And you love Taylor Swift. Uh, <sighs> love Taylor Swift. Yes. They know this. Mm-hmm. So this might be something that will excite you. Did you hear... That they have now named a new species of millipede after Taylor Swift. Well, the I don't nan- care for millipedes either. The so. Nanari Swiftay, or vernacularly, the Swift Twisted Claw Millipede, is one of 16 new species named by Virginia Tech scientists. As the lead author of the study, Derek Hennon is a major, as he calls himself, a Swifty who selected the name, noting on Twitter he chose that for the specific millipede species because so far it's only found in Tennessee. Okay, well. Now, if it makes you feel better, (laughs) of the 16, I don't know if this makes you feel better or not, but one of the other 16 that Hennon also named was after his wife. Now, would you be okay if, if... your significant other named a millipede after you? I mean, I guess if that were his specialty, you know, that if he was a whatever you call those, yes, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. entomologist. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really sure, sure. but I don't know. It's, it just seems a little bit weird. Bringing in our second guest co-host for today from the Grayson County Extension Office, Whitney Carmen. Good morning, Whitney. Good morning. It's a little warm in here, or warmer than it has been on the baseball diamond for you, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> So I have a question for you, and I found this interesting reading into some of the research this morning. In your household, who does the laundry? I do. I do. With the help of... Now, my my kids and my husband will do if they have to, but I do the majority of it. Now, is it because you do not trust your husband to do it correctly? Mm, No, because I'm not really that picky. Okay. Only 7% of women in a new study said that they trust their husbands to do the laundry correctly. So you are in the 7%. Yeah. Yeah. Found that interesting. And it is that is the main reason why that most women will just say that they'll do it themselves <laughs> because they, they know that if they do it themselves, that I guess it'll be done the correct way. Well, and we have our own, you know, I feel like we have our own resp- We share a lot of those mm-hmm. responsibilities. But if, if he knows that I'm going to be doing something and not going to be around, he will take care of the laundry. Mm-hmm. But I don't ask him to do it because he does all of the the lawn care does yeah, all of yes. the other things so i that's just one of those that i'll take for now the christy in your household i know mark does laundry sometimes right um yes but i'm kind of with her because he does the majority of everything else 
Um, I tend, I do not, I do the laundry 90% of the time. I trust him to do the laundry and he does put away his own things. Like I lay his shirts out flat. Uh He hangs those up. Um, I fold socks. So you got like a tag team effort. Yes. But I I typically, and if I have the time, I'll go ahead, like his dress shirts and all that. I will hang those up because Uh they're like the wrinkle free Mm -hmm. and you don't want them to be. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He can do it, but I typically do. I feel like 7% is a little low. Mm Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Especially uh, now. Yeah. I feel yeah. like if you had yeah. asked this question 40 years ago, it probably mm-hmm. would have been different. But, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think laundry is not that hard. It's not that hard. And, uh, honestly, my, my kids, my big kids, they mm-hmm. I will wash it for them. Mm-hmm. They'll put it up. I, I fold and they put up. Yes. And that's that's their, they come that's their and, job. Will they come and put my laundry away, too? Because that's... <laughs> now, I didn't say they did it well. I just said well, that, that was, they, don't they need get to the do basket, well. and I'm like, put it up. Anna, I don't care. Anna's been doing her own laundry from start to finish mm-hmm. since she was probably in the fifth grade. And here's the reason why. If it's not in the basket, I'm not going to do it. That's the other mm-hmm. thing. I am mm-hmm. not going mm-hmm. upstairs and digging through your train wreck of a room to find <laughs> your dirty laundry. Mm-hmm. So if you want clean clothes, yeah. I get tired of it's it. It's like upstairs is out of my domain. Yes. I'm, that's I yours. Do. Yes. You get it down to me and I'll wash it. Exactly. <laughs> if it's in the basket, I will do it and lay it on your steps. Yeah. But otherwise, I don't care if you wear dirty clothes. Well, and the only thing that I will do that I will go search for is baseball and softball. Sure, because uh-huh. you know now, that you have I'll to know that yeah. I need to uh-huh. clean those between. But that's the only thing I go for. You don't want those get all the stains and all of that well, as well. I mean, they're still stained. But. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, we touched on it as we opened. Some of that cold baseball weather is mm-hmm. starting to move out. It's actually yeah. going to turn out to be a pretty nice day. Some sun, which will easily warm us into the. We might touch into the lower seventies today. Mm-hmm. Clouds will fill in back in the later of the afternoon, but there is a chance of rain. Tonight, passing downpours mainly after 8 p.m. with some thunder possible. Overall, it would be a breezy and mild night with a low around 56. Tomorrow, some morning showers and breezy with a high around 70 degrees, a low around 57. And again, this weekend is just looking absolutely perfect. 83 on Friday, 85 on Saturday if you're going to thunder or if you are a high school student or a parent of a high school student who is having prom on the square. 85 degrees, and then Sunday, 85 degrees as well. In fact, as we mentioned that, just as a heads up, the square around Litchfield will be closed Saturday night for Grayson County High School to have their prom. We'll have more on that over the over the next couple of days, but they're having the prom on the square, which can be really fun. Yeah. And, I mean, that weather, Whitney, I'm sure you're baseballing this weekend. That doesn't mm-hmm. get much better than that. No, that's I'll take that over what we've had uh-huh. any day. No, no chance of snow, which is, which is yes. a good thing. Uh, the Biden administration is launching a $6 billion effort to rescue nuclear power plants at risk of closing, citing the need to continue nuclear energy as a carbon-free source of power that helps to combat climate change. Uh, a bidding process opened Tuesday for a civil nuclear credit program that is intended to bail out financially distressed owners or operators of nuclear power reactors. It's the largest federal investment in saving financially distressed nuclear reactors. Uh, owners or operators of nuclear power reactors that are expected to shut down for economic reasons can apply for funding to avoid closing permanently. The second round will be opened up to more economically at-risk facilities. This money is coming from the infrastructure bill that was signed into law in November. A strong majority of states, about two-thirds, say nuclear in one fashion or another will help take the place of fossil fuels. A dozen U.S. commercial nuclear power reactors have closed in the past decade before their license expired largely due to competition from cheaper natural gas, massive operating losses due to low electricity prices, and escalating costs or cost of major repairs. Most nuclear plants were built between 1970 and 1990, and it's costing more to operate an aging fleet. The only nuclear plant under construction in the U.S. is in Georgia. Costs have ballooned, and another delay was announced in February. I just find this... Interesting. I know nothing about nuclear energy except from what I learned from The Simpsons, and I don't think it's probably <laughs> quite the same as, uh, no. as that. I don't think so. I don't think Mr. Burns is up there trying clean. to figure it out. I know it's clean. That's about the only I, thing I don't know, know much. about I'm it. not even going to try and dive into – it might shock you, but I'm not an expert when it comes to energy. <laughs> well, we have a um, – there is a nuclear physicist or an astrophysicist um, from Grayson County, so – Okay. okay. Yeah. Yes. There is one. Okay. And we and we have an astronaut too. Well, he's not an astronaut. He's just nuclear. Oh, he is this is this Lindsay too? Is this Jordan Lindsay or somebody else? <laughs> no, okay. this is a, Jordan Lindsay. This is yes. Ben Beeler. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we he, got some smart. People. I know we do. <laughs> yeah, we got some he smart does all that. I don't know anything about wow. it. <laughs> Interesting. We. I mean, last week we were talking yeah. about Jordan Lindsay, who's. <laughs> 
I don't know if he's exactly an astronaut, but I think it's just fun to say mm-hmm. he's an astronaut. Yeah. He, but he, developing all of that, it was really interesting to read about uh, last week. Mm-hmm. The man charged with killing a woman during a home invasion in Madison County has now been accused of assaulting a deputy jailer. Shannon Gilday was charged over the weekend with first-degree strangulation and third-degree assault. Gilday, being held in the Madison County Detention Center, placed his forearm on a deputy jailer's neck, cutting off the victim's air supplies. The deputy called for help. The assault took place in an isolation hallway and was recorded on surveillance video, according to reports. Last week, he was indicted for the murder of Jordan Morgan as she slept in her father's palatial home just outside Richmond on the morning of February 22. This is just a really, really sad story and um, adding into some of those charges as that'll be something that... We'll definitely have to keep an eye on as it continues to move forward. Tens of thousands of Kentuckians who have benefited from continuous health coverage during the COVID-19 pandemic are about to be faced with a decision about where to get health coverage. In March 2022, as part of COVID-19 relief legislation, the federal government provided increased Medicaid funding to states to help with increased costs associated with testing and treating patients with COVID-19. It required states to keep eligible individuals enrolled in Medicaid until the public health emergency, also referred to as the PHE, came to an end. The action by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services kept 187,000 Kentuckians from losing their Medicaid coverage. Actions that were intended to help during uncertain times are expected to come to an end in the coming months and could mean changes for some Medicaid enrollees. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services will give states a 60-day notice letting them know when it will end. At that point, steps will be taken to unwind the changes that were made to ensure individuals kept health care coverage and begin the normal process as they will give states up to 12 months to begin renewals for new enrollees. And CMS is protecting customers by not allowing states to take negative action based on older information the state may have obtained during the public health emergency. The It says Kentuckians should get ready now to renew these steps. If you are in this realm, you should make sure your contact information is up to date, check your mail for a letter, and complete your renewal form by mail, upload to a smartphone, or get help at connect.ky.gov. So if this impacts you, make sure you keep an eye on a letter and <laughs> upload it to a smartphone, which I like. That, you know, it's now the ability. Everything you don't have to worry is, about. Yeah, I was going to say, there, there's, like, there's goods and bads taking, to that. Yeah. Taking a mm-hmm. check. You know, you don't even have to go mm-hmm. to the bank. You could just mm-hmm. take a picture of it. It, it is yeah. great. Uh, some sad news. Uh, Carol Bill, Martin Bill Gatton, a University of Kentucky graduate and successful businessman who later became his alma mater's biggest donor, has died at the age of 89. Oh, I did not know that. He, yes, he died huh. uh, on Monday at the age of 89. Mm-hmm. He was born and raised on a farm near Bremen mm-hmm. in Muhlenberg County, attended Sacramento High School, graduated in 1950. Uh, his name is the Business College, College, yes. at, Gatton College mm-hmm. of Business yeah. at UK and the Gatton College at Western, mm-hmm. for, which is, I think, still is the top high school in the in the in the nation mm-hmm. as very very <laughs> prestigious uh did you ever meet him or have I any never conversations met him, no but i mean i had several classes over there and I, if you went to uk you knew who he was donated so. over 70 yeah. million dollars to to uk amazing wow uh, i mean he just donated some list. recently i think <clears throat> if yeah. i'm not mistaken uh, something was in our college of agriculture you know in our emails we get that he had donated some money but 89 years old yeah. so i mean what what a life lived yes. and mm-hmm. and I mean, $70 million, that's just UK. Yeah. Too. I mean, he's donated money. I know he's building the same after him at Western and MTSU mm-hmm. as well. Uh, yesterday at the Grayson County Fiscal Court meeting, the they unanimously approved the first reading of an ordinance allowing but regulating the use of golf carts on county <laughs> roadways. Fashioned after state law governing the use of golf carts on roadways, the proposed ordinance crafted by Jeremy Logston is similar to the golf court cart ordinance passed by the Litchfield City Council in May 2019. The proposed ordinance treats golf carts virtually the same as other motor vehicles with a few exceptions, no title requirements, no vehicle registration requirement, and no emission certificates needed. The highlights of the lengthy ordinance is you can read that at K105.com as they pass this, but pretty much the biggest thing with this and the takeaways, it has to be a golf cart. This is not going to allow you to drive an ATV. It's not going to allow you to Mm -hmm. drive a UTV. It will have to be a golf cart, and there are very strict uh, restrictions on this is this was brought forth by uh, a group of individuals who live in the Nolan Lake area. I was going to say it has to come from the lake area because if you're in any of the lakes, you know that's how they mm-hmm. get around in <laughs> their little neighborhoods. How they will decide what will be a road available to be driven on mm-hmm. is that they will have they will appoint three people to form a traffic safety committee. The committee's sole purpose is to review applications for the designation of county roadways for golf cart operations. 
The Traffic Safety Committee will be comprised of the Sheriff, County Road Supervisor, and Assistant County Road Supervisor. The committee members shall only meet when there has been a valid application submitted and may meet in person by phone or by video teleconferencing within a reasonable time frame after the receipt of the application by fiscal court. Okay, so it's not every county road. It is Correct. It has, it has to, to be, be approved. approved. Correct. Okay. Uh, that makes sense. 35 miles per hour <laughs> yes. is kind of the thing. So it's not like you're going to be seeing these on Brandenburg Road. Right. Or, you know. <laughs> I mean, because honestly, no, that's a, that's a legitimate yeah. question. No, it is. It is. Yeah. That can and be very dangerous. For the most part, and one of the main reasons, I know I, I was at the meeting yesterday, and if you want to, if you're interested in this topic, Go to our K105 Facebook or YouTube, and you can watch the entire meeting. Mm-hmm. It's it's very interesting. I know Jared Mudd, mm-hmm. Chief Deputy for the Grace County Sheriff's Office, he spoke and gave kind of the police's mm-hmm. uh, perspective mm-hmm. on it. it. It was very interesting to hear from him. But I know that the residents that brought it forward said that one of the main reasons that they wanted to is that uh, that their kids driving them, mm-hmm. and it's kind of for the safety of, of children. Is that this will make? I think if my memory is right, and it's in this story, if you're interested, you have to be 18 years old. Mm-hmm. To do that, you have to have valid license and, and so on. And then there's all yeah. sorts of, of different yeah. restrictions. But 10-year-old can't go riding down yes. the road no. in the golf cart. Okay. Which is probably a good thing, I, no, all things considered. Thing. Yeah. I mean, I try, he can, he's a very well, he can he can drive things, but it's not a not legally. Correct, yes. correct. But uh, what will happen is if you live on a, on a county road, I think it's it. you have to have 50% of the people that live on the road sign saying that they're okay with it, and then it goes to the board, and then the board okay. does all that and yeah. all the politics and everything. But if you want to read more, uh, there's a lot of information at K105.com if that's something that uh, interests you. Uh, good news as well to report. After recently winning their individual skills categories at the Skills USA Regional Competition, two Grayson County Technology Center students once again excelled, placing the top three at the Skills USA State Conference. Sophomores Thane Smith and Paul Overton stood tall in the highly competitive competition, with Smith winning first place in construction and Overton coming in third in 3D printing. Smith, by winning his category, qualified for the national competition that will be held in June. That's awesome. That, that is great. awesome. Yes. Right. Good for like them. Local kids do well. Mm-hmm. So Construction like in the three. I love 3D printing too. That's oh, so cool. It's fun. Yes. I've Very always cool. wanted to use one and, and just figure it out. Uh, and then Whitney, some, some bad news. We'll close on the segment. UK baseball. Yeah, they're going to slump. They're struggling. They lost mm-hmm. yesterday to Louisville by a final score of 4-2. to two. I guess if you're a UofL fan, you were happy about that as they had been swept over the weekend. Uh, UofL now 25-11. and 11. Kentucky is now 21-16. and 16. Mm-hmm. The cards have now beaten the cats on the on the diamond ten They're of the though. last eleven well, times. Pretty, you gotta give them credit; they've got pretty good baseball teams. Yeah, now. they've built they built a great program. Uh, the cards will resume ACC play at Jim Patterson Stadium against NC State, and Vanderbilt will Uh-oh. be coming to Kentucky <laughs> on well, this weekend. I love you, cats, but <laughs> I mean, listen, it's it's just Vanderbilt, right? Uh, They're not great. That, oh. Well, the, the one sport they are good at is the diamond. Yes, so. <laughs> and that's exactly what they are. We're going to take a break, come back with a little bit more here on In the Know. Today is, I gotta say it, 420. Yep. <laughs> gotta mention it. It's 420. My intro music is Snoop. Come on now. Yes, yeah, it's 420. It's 420. It's 420. I have a friend that has a birthday today, and I sent him the happy birthday, and it was Snoop Dogg Dance. Uh-huh. And I was like, what a perfect gift <laughs> to send. Awesome. It is, as it says, marijuana is the world's <laughs> most lucrative cash crop. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. There we go. All you got to say about that. Uh, do you know why 420 is referred to as connected to marijuana? I, I don't know. As it became in a, no per, a number connected to them in the 1970s, it comes from 420 p.m., which was the secret burn time originated okay. by a group of pot-smoking students at California's San Rafael High School in 1971. That's kind of funny. It is funny. It's, it is yeah. Lima Bean Respect Day. Oh, yeah. do love me some Lima Beans. Well, mm-hmm. I don't think they deserve respect. I love Lima Beans. I, I think, isn't Mark and I in the same boat on this? Isn't Mark anti-Lima Bean? Probably, but uh-huh. it, what, you're, what you're thinking of is Black Eyed Peas. Okay. But oh, he yeah, will. They he taste will, like dirt. Okay. Yeah, that's. But he <laughs> no, will. No, I mean, he will eat black eyed peas in my Hoppin' John, and we do okay. that for New Year's. For New Year's, yeah. yes. That's okay. the only time I eat them too. Uh, Lookalike day for people who are constantly mistaken for rich and famous celebrities. 
Hmm. Must be nice. Volunteer Recognition Day, honoring the legions of people who dedicated themselves to causes and helping others. And it is Cheddar Fries Day. Who can resist crispy golden french fries topped with cheddar cheese? I can. Oh, I mean, I'll eat them. One hundred percent. Add some chives, bacon, or jalapenos. I mean, and I'll eat them. But... As, as this says, the perfect snack for four twenty. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd be remiss. I meant to mention it last segment, but uh, congrats to the Cougar baseball team last night. Uh, Jaron Van Meter for the Cougars four no hit innings to no hit Whitesfield Trinity Sweet. seventeen to nothing. The Cougars won. It was most runs scored in a game since twenty fifteen. So congrats oh, to the good. Cougars. They're one and zero in district play uh, tomorrow. They'll host Hart County. We actually get to do a baseball game again. So you'll be able to watch that on K105 <laughs> Digital Productions. Shameless plug. But also, you throw a no-hitter. It doesn't matter if it's four innings. It doesn't matter if it's seven that's, innings. That's you, deserve, you deserve uh, yes. credit and 17 runs. That's that's great. Congrats mm-hmm. to uh, the Cougars. I can't believe you're sticking in kind of a sports realm that I have to say that mention a Kentucky Derby story. But then when you're like, oh, wait, you know, the Kentucky Derby, oh, that's still. We've no, got, it's just a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. it's yes, Is it's, it not next Saturday? Well, not this coming. It's, it's two, two, it's two, two Saturday, Saturdays yeah. from now. Yeah, because it's always plant fair week. Uh, the Kentucky Derby is a near religious moment for this is specifically about mint julep. So it says for bourbon drinkers, but it's a near religious moment for Kentuckians. As now they have the $1,000 ruby encrusted mint julep that you'll be able to purchase at this year's Kentucky Derby. For just $1,000, you'll get a beverage of whiskey, honey, and muddled mint inspired by the Palace of – okay, it's just the Palace of Versailles, Versailles here. But since we're talking about the Palace of Versailles, do I have to say Versailles? Or do, since Versailles. we're talking about Kentucky, <laughs> I do I have to call it the Palace of Versailles? <laughs> or is this talking about the castle? I don't know. Because <laughs> is that technically in Versailles? Yes, it is. Yeah, it is, okay. It's in Versailles. It's, yes. it's close, yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh Created by Woodford Reserve's uh, master distiller, the Woodford Distillery lies just lies just outside the town of Versailles. Mm-hmm. Only 148 of these cocktails will be served. As it'll be poured into silver julep cups featuring red rubies in the shape of a horseshoe and engraved with a thoroughbred. For people with more money to burn, like Whitney, yeah. 18 cups will be made from gold and cost $2,500. Oh, no, my you. goodness gracious. I have a lot buy, of things I could spend $2,500 on. buy three or four of those? Not one of them. No. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's a cool-looking cup. I mean, it's nice, but if it dang, was, you can get a knockoff for like two bucks. Yeah. If it was a knockoff <laughs> for a couple of dollars, maybe... <laughs> But, I mean, I get it. Listen, I know people live for the dirt. There are people sure. that live and for it. And there are people it. who and collect these. Yes, yeah. and, and that's, I understand that. But I am not a collector, nor am I that I mean, excited about it. At least the cup is is not one of those. And maybe we can even go full screen if you're watching this. It's not one of those that it's like, oh, wow, it's $1,000 and it is really, really ugly. You know, at least it's pretty. It's plain, yeah. but it's simple. Yeah, but and I like that it looks like it's roses in the shape. I of I would the, be more apt to purchase the, you know, because the Woodford always has their Woodford Reserve always yes. has their commemorative yes. bottles. Of and bourbon. I guess that's what it is. And this that's year. what it is it this is. year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, there are people that collect those, and yes. I, I would almost assume that it would be more than those cups would be over time. But anyway, yes. that's just my opinion. We can shift here from bourbon to candy. I mean, uh, for some people, mm, it, okay it's, it's hand in hand. Uh, so I guess this is a new study done that says what your favorite candy flavor says about your personality. If you like sour candy more than other flavors, does that fit either one of you? I like sour. Yeah, um, but it's I'm not a, my favorite. It's, not, it's yeah. not your favorite. It says if you like sour candy more than other flavors, it's possible that you might be an extrovert. That's just one take of the new survey. In addition to being extroverted, sour candy connoisseurs also identify themselves as more eccentric, funny, and sarcastic Meanwhile, chocolate lovers, is this fit? Uh, now, I can get behind some chocolate. Okay. Yeah. Let's see if this fits you. Optimistic and shy. No. Okay. I'm not, I mean, I'm optimistic, but I am not shy. <laughs> mint, mint, is, is that would be more towards you, Christy, I like maybe? mint, but uh, again, you've not hit my favorite. What are you saying is your favorite then? Um, Other than sour, sour chocolate and mint? Uh, so peanut butter, if you're going to count that, or uh, see to uh, me peanut butter. I know peanut butter is not chocolate, but to me it's kind of like they're in that, that same ain't. like. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But I love Twizzlers and gummy bears. I was uh-huh. going to say you're a fruity. So that's yeah. kind of coming here. We have a little bit of it. Fans of mint were most likely to say that they're thoughtful. Okay, I do uh, like thin mints. Mm-hmm. I, now I do like thin mints. People who eat candy every day were more likely to identify as night owls instead of early birds. Overall, three in four respondents eat candy at least once a week. And more than one in four claim to eat it every day. 
42% would offer to share their candy with friends or family members. Almost 2 in 10 would keep it no, all to themselves. No, you don't share, especially if you have children in the house. You hide that you stuff. Hide here's, your, here's you, the interesting you hide your... 2 yes. in 10 would keep it all to themselves, including <laughs> twice as many women than men. Well, because we know that like mothers cannot tell their kids no, necessarily. Yeah. If I had the last... You know, Anna loves sushi. If I had the last bite of sushi on my plate and I really wanted it, but mm-hmm. she asked me for it, I would give it to her. That's mm-hmm. how mamas are. Yes. So I'm not surprised that it's more women than men. Well, but I will also say, I have a, my son would, well, I mean, he, he sniffs out candy like it's his job. <laughs> so I have We have to, someone who works in the building that can do that. This child would, when he was little, would hide candy. Of course, he wears long socks mm-hmm. and he's as tall as I am. He would hide candy in his socks because he wasn't allowed to have it. That so he would. So take funny. it from his grandparents' house, and mm-hmm. he'd hide it in his socks. <laughs> that is hilarious. So. Now, jelly bean. Are you all in or out on the jelly bean? Depends on what kind. Okay. Agreed. So what flavor jelly bean would you be oh, going towards? I want a towards? Starburst jelly bean. Okay. Do you have like a specific flavor? Because it says here, sour jelly bean fanatics mirror their sharp probably. tongue taste preferences with their personality, with 69% identifying as honest. Cherry jelly bean lovers are more likely to be dog people. While buttered, pe- buttered popcorn... Lovers, favored cats, cotton candy fans are more than likely to consider themselves not animal people. Age may also play a factor in the type of jelly bean flavor you prefer. Almost one in five baby boomers say licorice is their favorite compared to just 6% of Gen Z. Yeah. Uh, for pear jelly bean lovers, I'm not sure I've ever had a pear jelly bean. Unless it's Jelly Belly, I bet they have a pear flavor. Probably, yeah. uh, eccentric is a common personality type. Close to 6 and 10 align with that description, putting them alongside cherry and butter popcorn as the most likely fans to call themselves eccentric. But I have a question. If you're going to have... Okay, butter butter popcorn, I can understand because it's kind of a an interesting type uh, of flavor. I've had it. It's not my... But okay, it, who's going to search out pear? Yeah. See, I love pear. I would. I do, but I'm saying. Try it, but yeah, I, but I'm, I'm not gonna go. Okay. I'm not digging through. Yeah, I just, I just kind of pour them in my hand and. Yeah. Because I know that you you go to sometimes you'll go to a candy store and they'll have Varying, like yeah to where you can like fill up your bag and then they weigh it or mm-hmm. whatever. I and I don't know that pear is gonna be the one for me. I'd probably go towards like the the Dr Pepper or the root beer flavored or, mm-hmm. or, or something in that in yeah. that realm. Uh, and then just because two thirds of orange jelly. Jelly bean lovers like to volunteer in their free time. Doesn't mean they'd give lottery money to a charitable cause. <laughs> Orange lovers were also the mo- most likely to invest the money if they won. Yeah. Now, I don't really know how they came up with all of these, I but don't uh, I don't know. I, I just found Talking it interesting. Points, I guess. Yeah. Interesting when I went into that. Um, I always find it interesting, and I like sitting and thinking about, you know, we have our smartphones, and mm-hmm. I know all of us, you know, we carry it everywhere with us. But what's next? You know, what's next? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, we've got portrait mode on your iPhones that take unbelievable pictures. Yeah. We've got, I mean, we could go on and on and on about what's next. Well, I might have as to what's next. Oh. Are you all ready for this? Yeah. Holograms oh. could become the next hot smartphone feature after scientists say First. they've created new light sensors inside a camera. The sensors <laughs> can detect the polarization of light to create 3D images without needing a bulky filter. Until now, viewing holograms has only been possible using a large, specialized camera equipped with a polarizing filter. However, scientists in Korea have come up with a solution, which means they could soon become part of people's daily lives. Digital and smartphone cameras contain a type of sensor called a photodiode, which converts light into current signals. Giving these sensors the ability to sense polarized lights would provide them with new information and give them the ability to store 3D holograms. I don't know. I mean... Like, why would I use a hologram? That's kind of what I'm thinking. I don't know that I would ever use a hologram for my phone. I'm thinking the only option that I could see is if this is, you know, to like hologram, like a movie or something. Maybe. Maybe. Mm -hmm. But I just can't think of, because even it's like, are are you going to play a game like that? But I, I... I I just can't think of a... I can't either. But then again, I can probably have said if you would have told me (laughs) X thing that's on my phone right now, I would have been like, oh, I would never never use that. Like Mm -hmm. FaceTime. Oh, I'll never, you know, I'd never (laughs) use it all the time. Or uh, I always said, I'm going to hate the, on the new iPhones they have, instead of the the home button, the swipe up. Oh, Mm -hmm. I'm going to hate that. 
Oh, my husband still <laughs> yeah. has an old one. Or not uh-huh. to say old. It's not old. It's just the, the mm-hmm. generation before this one, the still the click button. Uh-huh. And I'm if I have to get on it, I'm like, oh, I forgot how to use it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he'll get on mine and he'll go, how do you get that thing uh-huh. off the home screen? <laughs> it's kind of, it's funny on how yes. it just, but it is. It's yes. amazing on just the little things. So I, I say that I wouldn't want this, but. Here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the games that I like to play when I'm hosting is uh, Rick and Bubba, who come on before us, mm-hmm. what they do is that they have their callers that call in and they give them, what is it, phone trolling, 30 seconds, something. Yes. And trolling, trolling, trolling. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you got it. Keep, <laughs> keep them, it. Keep them, <laughs> keep them phones yeah. on trolling or whatever yeah, it is. It's just, yeah. But one of the things that they do is that they give each of the co-hosts a timeout, meaning okay. that when somebody calls in, they can call timeout and they can dive deeper into the mm-hmm. topic. Uh, since we're running short on time, what I'm going to do is I have six stories here. I'm just going to read the headline. We're only going to have time to dive into two. Okay. You each are going to get a timeout to where we dive deeper into said story, okay. or you all can pass. You all ready for this? Yeah. Pretty simple. Dublin Airport receives 12,272 noise complaints from one person in 2021. Pass. What other? Pass. Pass. Yeah. Okay. It's hard to know. I know. I've got a good feeling here that uh, we might be calling a timeout on this one. Okay. I could be wrong. Florida parents fall victim to Easter eggs scam. I mean, it's Florida. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we like kids. Do you want to try it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Time out. So someone's taking time out. Okay. Whitney, you're going to take your time out here, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah. Some parents, or you guys can take two group timeouts. That's fine. Don't make me regret it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Some parents and children in Central Florida woke up on Easter morning to find no eggs in their yard after they paid for them to be delivered. Parents in Claremont and Mineola said someone used social media to scam families out of hundreds of dollars on a religious holiday. How hurtful of a person you must be to do this to a bunch of kids, a parent said. The parent saw Egg My Yard flyers circulating in Facebook groups at advertised prices to order Easter eggs filled with candy or toys, then a delivery from someone who will scatter the eggs outside a home with a note from the Easter Bunny. A person behind the Facebook account with the name Sarah Honey published the advertisement. The person was like, don't forget to pay me for the Easter eggs if you still want them. The flyer said prices for the Easter egg delivery ranged from $20 to $75. Parents were told they had to pay in advance through Cash App or Venmo or other cash okay. uh, delivery. I'm sorry. I have a question. Why are you paying somebody <laughs> yes. to egg your yard? Right. I, I just find it really and, funny that it's if, called Egg My Yard. That's, that's and, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. if you want that to happen, what is wrong with you? Can you not sit? I mean, you can actually buy pre-filled eggs, yes. right, with and, candy. And then if you're that busy, just mm-hmm. throw, throw them. them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, I've like, been that way before. Just throw them I mean, wherever they like. It seems like... <laughs> 60 eggs for $100. I mean, I'm now thinking, like, shoot, maybe we can create a business and make this for real say, because yeah. that's, that's a pretty good deal. It's not a, I mean, but I just can't see anybody around here paying for doing that. Yeah. No. You know? I mean, but, I mean, if it was 100 eggs for $20, that might be something that you yeah, would. maybe so. Uh-huh. And I could see something like a business doing it before uh-huh. I could see a parent uh-huh. sure. doing that. I but agree. Anyway, I don't know. That's People uh, are yeah. interesting. Worth the timeout? We'll have to find yeah, out. Yeah, we'll about find the next out. Ones. Let's see. Okay, you'll have one timeout remaining. Tennessee woman's car runs out of gas. Cops find 229 pounds of marijuana and $17,000 inside. Uh, pass. That's yeah. a day that's later. Right. Man accidentally inhales a drill bit during a dental procedure, lodging it in his lung. I saw the renewed story on that. I'm a pass. Do you want to listen to it? No. We'll pa- oh, no, pass. Okay. We'll do okay. another group. Poor <laughs> we'll both Tom agree. Josie doesn't get his, doesn't get his uh, day. Man renovating home. Finds 40-year-old letter. How many do we have left after this one? You have one more. Do that one if you want to. That one's interesting. Yeah, I think so, too. Okay, yeah. Okay. Time out on this one. I'll say that the one you're passing, Florida man attacked by tigers, explains why he entered the cage. Yeah. I can't tell you why. He's from Florida. That's why. He just said, I'm just crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not lying. That's exactly what he told the That's about the same as saying, I'm from Florida, right? A British man renovating his home looked behind a cupboard and found a letter written by a 14-year-old former resident in 1982. Uh, He was... Doing renovations in his home, the envelope contained a letter signed by 14-year-old Deborah Stokes in 1982. Stokes wrote about the state of the world in the time she was writing the letter, including the prices of milk, bread, and beer. She wrote that her favorite bands were Haircut 100 and the Boomtown Rats and asked the finder if the groups were still around. She said, I hope the world is a better place by the time you see this. I'd like to think that it will be. 
Uh, the man posted photos of the discovery to Facebook, and the photos were shared and eventually came to the attention of the author, now named Deborah Dishman. Dishman said the letter had been suggested by her father, who died two years ago. She said, I remember it because it was all about my dad, really, who came up with the idea. He was building the cupboard in my bedroom at the time, and it was his idea to write a time capsule letter, and he believed that years on, someone would find the letter. She said that she and her own children are now going to start concealing notes and I love it. it. That's a good. And she good was how out. old when she wrote it? Fourteen. Fourteen. Wow. So I guess if she was fourteen in that's really cool. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. And again, I hope the world is a better place by the time you see this. I like to think that it will be. Hmm. I kind of like that. It's, it's I like kind that of idea. a yeah. yeah. yeah I, I like that. It, it yeah. does hopefully it's really give positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully gives something sure. that I don't know really what's happening here. We're playing like two songs at once. We'll try to figure it out. So we're just going to take a break and come back with a little bit more here on in the Did you know cheetahs can roar, can't roar, but they can purr, meow, hiss, and growl similar to a house cat? I actually knew that. Um, Alea gets National Geographic Junior or for okay. kids or whatever. Okay. And, and was that a fact in there? It, it certainly was. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Did you know that, Whitney? No, I did not. Cheetahs can't roar. That's interesting. Well, I mean, I guess I can understand that. Yeah. Because I mean, they're, mm-hmm. they are a cat. They're a cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a tiger's a cat, and a cat can roar, and a tiger can roar. Yeah, but they're... Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't Maybe size I'm has not, something I'm not to do with it. Zo- zoologist, right? There we go. We're naming all of the uh, <laughs> yeah, all of the different. We talked about entomology. Yes, zoology. Might what's hit next? A botanist. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we'll we'll come up with that. Uh, we can talk about what is the uh, uh, COVID. What's the doc that everybody? Not an immunologist, but a. I can't remember. Oh, well, it doesn't Yes, matter. I know what you're talking about. Um, well, this kind of ties into that. An influencer's Coachella outfit that she wore. She's a TikTok influencer, has been roasted. Have you seen this, Whitney? You're, you're giving me the look. I, well, I mean, Coachella is always just weird anyway. But So I'm going to leave this to you all to see if it reminds you of what I it's know exactly to, what it reminds me of. What's it remind you of? It reminds me of the COVID thing. And the, that's exactly what sale. everybody is talking about, <laughs> that it reminds everybody of COVID. Well, you that know. was not her goal. I was gonna and say. she's been very upset, but it's now a viral video. She said that when you thought your Coachella outfit was cute, but everyone thought you looked like a COVID antigen. How is how is that cute? What was your goal? I mean, I guess you listen. Thought it was I am cute, no but... way. Listen, I'm a t-shirt and mm-hmm. jeans kind of person, mm-hmm. so I do not know anything about fashion. But to me, I don't even I don't understand. She said, "I still think it's fun." Okay, she wrote on TikTok. Uh, one person wrote, "At least you were on trend." Dot, 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 with COVID. <laughs> and then another person said, it's because the vibes are contagious. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty funny. But, I mean, it does. When yeah. I saw the same thing, everybody's yeah. having the same idea that you yeah. had. And I'm surprised that somebody didn't just uh, hit her up and be like, hey. Um, hey. Or, or say, hey, before she – because you know hey. she purchased that or had it made. Or, you know she yeah. sent it to a friend, too, being like, hey. Hey, what's this look, look like? Uh-huh. Hey. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, no. You're, you need new friends <laughs> yeah. is what you need. You look like COVID. <laughs> Don't believe uh, everything you read on the internet. No. Uh, I know Misty, when she was here, she was mm-hmm. a big fan of Bridgerton. Are either one I of you in Bridgerton? Bridgerton? I have okay. not watched the second season okay. yet, but yes, I did. because I haven't started my, it yet. Well, my, started it at all or started the new season? I haven't started it at all. Okay. I watched um, it while I was on maternity leave. Okay. okay. I've heard it's very good. Mm-hmm. Did, um, did, well, I haven't seen the second season, though. Okay. But did the, you enjoy the first? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. The second season of Bridgerton has knocked the show's first season out of the number one slot on Netflix rankings of its most popular English language okay. TV series of all time. Which is interesting to me that more people have watched season two than they've wow. watched season one. I'm surprised by that, too, because of who was in season one. The reason people watched season one was because of one character. Was he the one I think Misty always talked about? Yes, that and everybody I cannot fell in love think with of it. his name to save my life. But he's it's not, not on, one of them. No. It's not him. Okay. But he's not in the second season, okay. and everybody was upset about it. And so I'm surprised by that. How do people you... have watched 627.11 million know. hours. But how do you watch the second season without watching that's, the first that's, season? That's my point. Like, I don't I know. That doesn't start, make sense to me. 
in 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 that defense, I think it's a second story storyline. So you uh-huh. may not oh, have to watch okay. the first oh, okay. season okay. in order to. Well, that, like would, a, that yeah, would make a little a follow bit. up. I, 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 I can't say for sure, say. but there, the way that I read all of the preview so was that it's a different storyline. The top gotcha. five, in, okay. the top five English language most watched. Number five is Inventing Anna. Love it. I've heard that's good. Oh, it's so good. Uh, number four is season one of The Witcher. I've seen that. Okay. I've, I've never impressed. heard that. Okay. Uh, season, uh, number three is Stranger Things 3. Now, I've seen all the Stranger Things. Yeah. And season uh, number two is season one of Bridgerton. Number one is season two. The non-English language top ten uh, is number five, part five of Money Heist. Number Love four it. is part three of Money Heist. Hmm. Number three is season one of All of Us Are Dead. Number two is part four of Money Heist. And number one by, uh, like, a lot, by over a billion, a billion minutes watched, is season one of Squid Game. Yeah. Which I never that. did watch. I've never that. seen that did, Never did watch I don't know that. that I could get behind it. Ooh, it makes me nervous to watch it. Were either one of you fans of the movie E.T.? Sure. I mean, I watched it when I was a kid, yeah. Uh, Drew Barrymore. And I like uh, had Dee Wallace, who was her mom mm-hmm. on the movie, on her show recently. Barrymore was just seven years old when she started E.T., a film that cap- uh, that catapulted her to international stardom. Uh, on her show, Wallace humorously went on to recall how Barrymore believed that the E.T. puppet, she was seven when mm-hmm. the movie was filmed, was real after yeah. she caught the youngster trying to converse with it. From that time on, <laughs> Steven Spielberg had two guys on E.T. at all times so that any time you went over to talk to him, his eyes could work and that his head could go up and down and that he could respond Aww. to you. I love it. That's really I do, cool. Because that's like a core memory. Yes. <laughs> um, Spo- okay, spoiler alert if you've never seen E.T. It's, what, <laughs> oh it's, it's only been out for, what, uh, 1982. So it's only been out for 40 years. 40 years. <laughs> yeah. So if you haven't seen yeah. it yet, sorry, we're going to do a spoiler. Uh, D. Bradley went on to say, being the mother that I am with all the kids that I work with, I went over as they were preparing her for when E.T. dies at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. She went over and said, okay, Drew, now we're gonna, going to go shoot the scene where E.T. is dying. But you know he's not really dying, sweetheart. He's acting just like we are all. Are, we all are. Okay, yes. she recalled, hmm. and Drew Barrymore apparently uh, looked at her and said, uh, "I know, Dee. Do you think I'm stupid?" <laughs> <laughs> I but, love uh, her anyway. Listen, can I, you imagine her as a little kid? Yes, How I awesome. love Drew Barrymore. I love her, and I like I like that name too. So yes. yeah, I, love <laughs> yeah I just found that interesting, and I haven't seen that movie in, in forever. I but, haven't either. Uh, the kids have, have seen it, but I gotta, so it's probably been a few years. Got to break out the Reese PCs, right? Yes, yes, we have some in the baskets. At yeah. home. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant we had some here. I was I was like, like, where are you? <laughs> I didn't well, those out it's yet. in that hiding spot. <laughs> now that I know that, you may have some on your desk. <laughs> no, they are good. I, I haven't had them in a while. And then I found this headline. I don't really know how to how to respond to it, but we are running short on time, so we can't dive too deep into it. But Lizzo is breaking down her relationship with Adele, describing her. As a ghetto blank like me. I like both. So, um, I like Adele and Just Lizzo. be nice. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think as, they, are they not, al- I thought they got along. Do they not? No, they do. Okay. She says oh, it. Uh, no, yeah. that, that is a compliment. That's a compliment. Oh, okay. Oh, compliment. I thought it was backhanded. No, no, no. Okay. She's okay. blanked with me for years. I met her at a Grammy party. I think it was Mark Robson's Grammy party years ago. And she was like, oh my God. And I was like, that's Adele. I like her. She's a ghetto blank like me. Okay, okay. I heard it differently the first round. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, that's definitely a compliment. We got to get to a break. We'll come back with more here on MNO. A company always on the run. A destiny. My point to ponders for today. It's been a while since I've hosted, so I've come up with a couple. We're okay. going to have to go through rapid fire on these, though, because we are running a little bit short on time. But I need the answers to these. Whitney Carmen is our guest co-host. Christy also with us today. The both of you. Would you rather have one real get-out-of-jail-free card or a key that opens any door? A key, a key that opens any door. Because okay. okay. I'm not... I'm yeah, not typically a troublemaker. I can no. be, but I'm. You never not. know when you might need it, though. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like there's a can lot I, of doors. Can I use it on myself or can I use it on somebody? Because I could see like half. No, to... I, th- I think I think you got to use it on yourself. Oh, well, there's a lot of doors that want to open. Uh-huh. Yeah, me too. Uh, would you rather always be ten minutes late or always be twenty minutes early? Twenty minutes early. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you. I agree. There. Mm-hmm. Would you rather be able to control animals but not humans with your mind, or control electronics with your mind? Oh, that's tough. 
For you, it'd be interesting, too, uh, with no, your connection tough. there. I think I'm going to go, but then again, I don't know, like, electronics, is that really going to be me? Control animals, not humans, or control technology. Uh-huh. Correct. I'm going to choose animals. I think I am, too. I think I would, too, because electronics, I mean, do I really need to tell it to no, send a text message or something? I if don't, I get I don't. a new dog, I want to make sure, like, I can mm-hmm. control you to... Yeah, and do your business. Yeah, do your business outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Would you rather have unlimited international first class tickets or never have to pay at a restaurant again? <sighs> first class international. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Because I want to try. I uh-huh. don't. I don't get to travel much, but that's a goal of mine. So. And those flights are so long. International uh-huh. flights. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Would you rather have all your clothes fit perfectly or have the most comfortable pillow, blankets, and sheets in existence? have all my clothes fit i think so too because i don't i don't i mean i'm i'm not in my bed but to like sleep uh-huh. yeah so, uh-huh. i mean would I mean, you rather be an average person in the present or a king of a large king or queen mm-hmm. of a large country 2500 years ago okay say that again would you rather be an average person in the presence so like we all oh, are probably for right sure, now, average or, person. or a king of a large country twenty five hundred no. years ago. No, oh no, because you're average. always worried about f- somebody coming uh-huh. to steal you have your to wear and then you got corset, no, no air gosh, conditioning, no. No. no, yeah, uh-uh, give me today, uh-huh. yes. And then Christy, this one's almost right up your alley right oh, here. Would you rather be forced to dance every time you heard music, or be forced to sing along to any song you hear? Forced to sing along, I think. Um, I- I'm gonna go with dance. Is that what you expected? No, I don't know. I just more I was thinking of if, I don't like, if, if I don't this like question was directed towards Mark and how you would be begging uh, him uh, to pick the dance. Yes, I would. <laughs> well, I, I, that's one of the things about me. I'm not sure that you know this. Like, it drives me crazy when other people uh-huh. sing off to mm-hmm. or well, just sing just at all. In general, I'm, I'm, it's one of my really weird things. Whitney? Like in in person, but you like music, right? Love it. That's but I think people that are doing it and doing it well <gasps> need to be the ones doing okay, it. Okay, I got you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I see. Whitney, there's a plane fair going on. There is uh, on May the seventh, which is Derby Day, which is you know a big day around mm-hmm. here. Uh-huh. Um, I've heard about it, it. It is a it's a big day around here for the plant fair, and it's going to be at the new extension office this year, uh, or the. On 64 Quarry Road, there's going to be like 30 vendors this year. It is going to be massive. Our master gardeners have worked hard on it. Uh, if you are, and, and with the late spring going on, it's probably best to wait until Derby Day. <laughs> so we're uh, well, wanting to make sure that everybody knows about it. Come and, and keep in mind, the next day is Mother's Day. Yes. Yes. So yes, get out there get before Derby time for your mama. Yes, and go yes. get your plants. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be you'll food. Be prepared. There's going to be educational activities. What, what time does it start then? Um, it starts. It's from uh, nine to two. Nine yeah. to two. Okay, so you have plenty so of time, plenty of time before, to get out there yeah. and, and do that. And hopefully, you get weather like this coming Saturday. I hope so. It's right now that's projected, but we'll see. Uh-huh. Uh huh. On TV tonight, we'll probably talk to you again maybe next week yeah. or uh, one of week us after at the office. something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we'll see you. Uh, on TV tonight, the season 13 premiere of Storage Wars, uh, the premiere of Hustle and Tow, which I think Mark has watched. He think, has. And, and I think he it's, kind of enjoyed it's that. interesting. And then the season 17 premiere of The Deadliest Catch. I used to watch that, but uh-huh. I haven't watched it in years. Uh, today's highlight in history, uh, your hit parade was the first broadcast on radio this night in 1935. Hmm. Um, on this date in 1961, the FCC gave approval for FM stereo broadcasting. Shout out to K105. Yay. On this date in 19... Nope, I didn't have that one. On this date, kind of a sad one. 1999, Columbine yeah. happened mm-hmm. on this date in 1991. This date in 2001, Crocodile Dundee opened <laughs> in theaters. <laughs> on this date in 2010 that. was the Deepwater, Deepwater Horizon oil rig explosion. Yes, I remember that. And on this date one year ago today, a jury in Minneapolis convicted former police officer Derek Chauvin of second-degree murder for the killing of George Floyd. Yeah. Birthdays for today... Uh, turning 85 is George Decay. Turning 77 is Steve Spurrier. Oh, gosh. Old ball coach. <laughs> turning 74 is Craig Frost from Grand Funk Railroad. Turning 73 is Veronica Cartwright. Uh, turning uh, 61 is Don Mattingly. Turning 58 is Crispin Glover. He's George McFly in mm-hmm. uh, Back to the Future. Carmen Electra turns 50 today. Wow, wow. And she still looks 30. (laughs) Gone but not forgotten, Daniel Chester French. He was the sculptor of the Abraham Lincoln in the Lincoln Memorial. Oh, cool. Born in the state in 1850. The state in 1889, Adolf Hitler. Mm -hmm. Uh, 1920, John Paul Stevens. And there was one more. 
1951, Luther Vandross oh, okay. was born on this date. And Whitney, you have a birthday at least. Yeah, in I was going to say my husband and father-in-law both share a birthday today. So happy birthday. Happy birthday. birthday. They, they get to share it with Steve Spurrier. Right? Yeah, right. I don't, I don't think he knew that, but I'll go home and tell him. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday. You get to celebrate with Steve Spurrier. We're going to go to a couple chart toppers. We're running a little short on time. I told him I'd have them on. Now he's got that. I don't really know why this isn't playing. I'll get the marshal. Listen to him. Gene Autry was number one with Peter Cottontail. This is supposed to be the song. Uh Well, Easter music. Well, I don't really know, but you heard it. Yep. It's good enough. All right. How about 1968? Better? Maybe. Getting closer. Lady Madonna. It's a great song. In this state, 1968, Lady Madonna by the Beatles was number one. Yep. Played this in marching band. Okay. We'll go 1977. Is that okay? Yeah. I don't know. Kind of a, kind of a weak 1977. Don't give up on us by David Souls. There's a lot better 70s. Yes, but I'm not sure. There's a movie I associate this with, and I will not be able to pull it out. Of my head How does yet. 1986 sound? Uh, that's a great year. Oh, there we go. These are the days when you wish your bed was already made. It's just another manic yep. Monday. Yep. Or Wednesday. <laughs> the Bengals were number one with Manic Monday. So are you all okay with? Yeah, I mean that's it's a good. I mean it's yeah, it's, I like Manic Monday. It'll probably be stuck in your head now too. It the rest will of the day. be all day. Thank you. You're welcome. That's what we're here for. <laughs> 1995, mid 90s. Uh oh. Oh, let's help. Oh my god. Okay. There <laughs> we go. Montel Jordan was number one with "This Is How We Do It." Like Josh Jams right here. <laughs> I mean. It's a classic. You can't not. You gotta like, you know. Yes. It's Friday night. We'll go to another. At least I don't know if this is actually classified as a jock jam, but mm-hmm. it 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 should be. Yeah. We'll go to 2004 for that one. You see it. It's Whitney. always a surprise for me because whoever's <laughs> sitting there blocks it. <gasps> I have a, See, this is okay. not like you're not gonna find this song. on the jock jam playlist. No. But, it's a great. But we it's on our Doc Dance. Uh huh. We are. It's okay. on our Doc Dance. It's a good song. Yeah. It's a good song. Yeah. It is. But um, I got a I got an extra joke actually for later. I wish I not on air. Well, I mean, it would be okay, but we don't have time for it today. <laughs> and we'll go. We'll finish it off with 2013. But well, I got to be careful here. It says it's the clean version. It is. It is. I had to be careful here. Macklemore, Ryan Lewis, this number one with Thrift Shop. Mm-hmm. It is. I'm just gonna. Be, I'm just gonna be careful there. Just gonna be careful there. Never can be too safe. I mean, it's it's clutching, like I I, but I, I gotta be careful there because yeah. it might say clean version, but I, I don't know that. You'd I never trust it. it. Yeah, no. Uh, Whitney, appreciate yeah. you coming in. Yeah, yeah it's be always here. fun. I'm sure, we'll see you at some point. Yeah, I'll be back at some point. Some point mm-hmm. in the next <laughs> couple weeks. Yeah, some point. I'll finish off the show with my pearl of wisdom: the only person you are destined to become is the person you decide to be. Mm-hmm. The pers- the only person you are destined to become is the person that you decide to be. That wraps up our show for today. We'll see you back here tomorrow for another edition of the show. For Whitney Carmen and for Christy Buckles, I'm Sam Gormley. And guess what? Now you're in the know.